rise for the honorable J.P. Brown. Welcome to Fathers and Family Court. I am your host, J.P. Brown. I'd like to take this time to welcome back all of our return listeners, as well as give a first-time welcome to all of our first-time listeners. If you're a first-time listener to this podcast, this is a podcast where we pretty much talk about father's rights, parental alienation, and the effects of family court and the experiences in family court of a lot from fathers, but just we hear from mothers as well. And this is an open podcast for mothers. Uh, if if there's any mothers out there listening to this and they'd like to speak on the topic, we'd be happy to have you. Um, be, I, I am a firm believer that until a lot of moms get behind this movement as far as wanting fathers in children's lives and wanting it to be equal, this thing won't be equal. It'll just be, it'll look like tug of war, in my opinion. Um, but it's not that. It's just equality. We just want equality. We don't want all the power. I mean, I imagine there's folks out there who want all the power the other way. But no, we just want equality. The majority of fathers' rights uh, activists just want equality. They just want to be seen as human beings. That's the only reason we started podcasting here. Now, in season two and in season three, we've been listening to all kinds of stories, all kinds of dads, man, from all walks of life. It's been an excellent experience for me, um, for listeners out there. Uh, it's been a great spot for people to come here. Uh, someone else's um, experiences and how how somebody else going through something can be a little bit harder than what may you may be going through, or someone going through something a little bit uh, lighter than what you're going through, and they could be feeling it way more than you're feeling it and it could give you a little more strength or maybe uh, they're going through something more and they may be taking it better than you are taking it or maybe they're maybe everything they say it just lines right up with how you're going through it and you know you're not alone whatever the case may be this podcast is is a helpful spot for dads that are have their kids fucking taken from them um and they're not being heard by the state in a lot of instances uh and or they're just afraid of the state, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, man, it's a good spot for a father who who's, who's suffering from parental alienation to go into and hear these hear these stories because they're great stories, man, and they're great. Um, they're not just stories; they're real real life stories. They're actually people's lives, man. So we're gonna continue uh, hearing from fathers um, throughout season three. Uh, and beyond, uh, I want to give a lot more time and energy into this podcasting. Um, when I have my real life going, I, I do have to take breaks. Eventually, I'll be able to do this full time. But until then, uh, there'll be there'll be small breaks in the recording. But I'll make sure I I, I work harder at getting more episodes out there. Uh, and you do have my word. Um, since I've recorded last, uh, we obviously we lost DMX. I want to say two days ago. Uh, Earl Simmons, so uh, long live DMX, man. Um, I wanted to play a small clip and give him about 10, 15 seconds of silence after after the clip. And um, it just goes to show he was passionate about everything. Um, and being a father was another one of those things. When I first saw this clip, it really hit home um, because I'm like, damn, you know, he just was a good ass. He was just as good of his dad as he was a rapper. As he was an actor, as he was, you know what I mean. He was, he was 
just as good of a dad, man. Like, but there's never any like. Is there ever any plaque for being an excellent dad? You know what I mean in them situations. So yeah, I really, 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 uh, I really wanna um play this clip, man. So rest up, DMX. Also, before the clip plays, uh, you probably may have seen it on social media. They're on a uh, carnival ride or something, and they're getting ready to get slingshotted in the air. So it's just him and his daughter on this ride, and uh, you know, you'll hear the rest. Another great soul lost, man. Uh, you know, you can never really question. Uh, you can never really question God. He always, uh, always has the ultimate say. Um, but um, man, it always hurts to lose a legend like that, man. When I seen him being a good dad, I'm like, man, that's 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 like that's like a Kobe game winner, man. That's like. <laughs> Watching Barry, man, going nuts at the Pontiac Silverdome, man. That's like one of those plays. It's like, damn, but there's no, really, no ESPN for good dads. You know what I'm saying? There's no, like, yeah, man. So, anyways, man, um, I want to get into today's interview, man. I usually get right, right into it, man, but we had to give DMX a couple quick seconds, man. I was glad to get his uh, vocals on this, um. On this audio, man, the world definitely will will miss what he had to contribute, man. Um, and then again, man, when I think about DMX and everybody loving him now, I just want to say, man, if you know somebody out there now who you know is a great human being, love them and enjoy them while they're here, man. Embrace them while they're here. Give folks their roses while they're here. You know what I mean? Don't don't wait to, to, you know what I mean? Embrace people. 
until 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 it's that time. I have a good friend, man. Shout out to Dre, man. He just passed uh this past weekend. Shout out to him, man. His family. Um, rest up, Dre. Three oh nine, man. You will be missed, brother. Uh, last thing, one of the last things he told me was, man, get your kids, man. Do your thing, man. It's terrible. What's happening? What's happening to you? It's one of the last things he said to me. You know what I mean? One of the last things I told him to do was 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 one of those things I always tell him to do or tell his brother to do, man. Shout out three oh two. Keep your head up. Uh, I want to get into today's interview, man. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to talk to this dad. He's been making waves. Every time I see the word Father's Rights mentioned on Twitter, he's right there having something to say, man. So I'm excited to see what's been giving him this energy, what's made him snap into this. And uh, I look forward to forward to talking to him, man. Let's get into it. So today, uh, we're going to be talking to Derek. I'm excited, to, like I said prior, um, to get into Derek's interview. Um, the reason why is because Derek uh, has been relentlessly beating down this topic of father's rights every chance he can on his phone when he picks it up on Twitter. And that lets me know where his heart really is and where his energy is. Um, Derek is calling from Kansas. Uh, is it Kansas or is it Kansas City? Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. I saw Wichita State in the Final Four, so that's how I'm familiar with that. Uh, not in the Final <laughs> Four, but in the, in March Madness. Um, but, yeah, um, I, uh, Derek, how you doing today? I'm doing good, man. How about yourself? No, nah, that's really good, man. I'm doing good, my doing good as well. Uh, God's been really good to me. Um, I, I'm, 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 I'm blessed to have you on today, man. I think a lot of people are gonna learn from this. I do want people to know. I don't. I've never had any prior conversations with Derek prior to tonight. I just my first time talking to him. First time uh, getting an opportunity. I did speak to him a little prior before the podcast, as I do with many of my guests, uh, just to kind of. Get a couple minutes of familiarity, but I do not know him, so I'm really excited to see what the fuck sparked this for him. Uh, so, how do you want to get started, man? With your story? Oh man, um, well, I grew up, uh, you know, single parent home. Mm-hmm. My dad wasn't, you know, he was in and out. It wasn't really a big deal to him mm-hmm. to know what was going on with me. Mm-hmm. So uh, I can remember, you know, days of. You know, trying to get in contact with him, wanting to be around him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. whole bunch of crazy stories. And um, so I just used to promise myself, like, man, when I have a kid, like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be around. I'm going to be present. I'm going to do everything I can. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once that time came around, you know, my son was born. I was in a relationship. Didn't work out. And, um, you know. When, when, when we broke up, she was pregnant, so she left and she came back to Kansas. I was in Texas at the time, mm-hmm. and um, I just was relentless with trying to get in contact with her because, like I said, I remember that promise I made to myself mm-hmm. that I would do whatever I had to do. So I just kept calling. I eventually got through. I got through when he was two months to the date. He was exactly two months, and um, I was I was over his house. That, that next weekend. And, um, you know, it was supervised visit. I had to sit in a, in a real tense environment. It was, it was her father's house. So her brother be there, you know, family members be there. Don't nobody like me. It's real tense, mm-hmm. real crazy supervised visit. And later on, you'll see what I, how I flipped that experience. But, mm-hmm. 
you know, it was uh, one particular time that made me really upset was I'd be there and, you know, my son, he two months old. So most of the time, you got to figure he's probably going to be asleep or whatever. And I'm sitting there holding him, you know, he's going to sleep. And her father told me I had to put him down because because he would get used to, he would, he would get spoiled. He would want to be held while he go to sleep. And I won't be there to do that. So I got to go ahead and put him down because ain't nobody going to, I'm not going to be the one to hear his cry. And they're going to be, they're going to have to deal with him. So I had to make a decision right there and tell him, like, you know, this is my son. Or I could tuck my tail between my legs and I still get the opportunity to spend more time with him. So mm-hmm. I took the ladder, you know. I mm-hmm. just went ahead and put him down, but that never that never left my brain. Right. I never forgot about that. And, uh, you know, so, um, you know, it, it was a, as long as I was doing what she wanted me to do, we was cool. So it just so happened to be there one day when the child support paperwork came. And, you know, they asked her if she wanted back child support. And because we was in a good space at that point, she chose no. If she would have chose yeah, I would have been in the hole for like nine months worth of child support. Just because. And I didn't even know when he was born. And she, and she don't have to tell me when he born. She don't have to let me know nothing. They don't have to put my name on the birth certificate. They don't have to put my name nowhere except for on that paperwork so she can get that bread. And, you know, that's what makes me mad. Like, you ain't got to have my name nowhere except for on that paperwork to get that bread. So, you know what I mean? I just, we had a falling out on Father's Day, you know, at a, at a uh, photography studio. And um, after that, I just went and I just I just filed all my paperwork. I started doing everything. I started filing all my paperwork. And I started asking for the sped up version of everything. I want the first court date, the first DNA test, the first everything. And it still took me like three, four months. Mm-hmm. So imagine how long it takes for brothers who need to be found. You know, maybe the, the female don't know where he at exactly or yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. Think about how long that's going to take for certain dudes to get in there. They're yeah. going to be like a year or two behind in some cases. Yeah, yeah. No, man. Damn. Yeah, man. But I, at the same time, like, why is only one? In my opinion, I have a couple questions. But in my opinion, bro, I'm like, why? Why? Okay, it takes two parties. You know what I mean? Like, you got to be responsible of keeping up with who you had got pregnant by and had sex with, too, now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it ain't just yeah. one person thing. Like, if it's your body and all this other shit, which it is, bro, I'm fully in favor of fucking two parties being just as equally as special, man, to make this God's blessing happen. I'm not right. in favor of just saying, okay, well, me, 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 and me, 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 me. Because if that was the only thing it took to get the movie going, you wouldn't need no one else. You know what I'm saying? But you need right. something else. You need a seed to be planted. You need it. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay. Takes two. Yeah, but like, you got to keep up with who, who, who's who, man. That's why I just feel like equality. Because the same goes with, with the dude. It's like, all right, you have a kid. Then you know, somebody says, oh, I, I just, I didn't know about the baby. And they're like, well, yeah, how you ain't know? How you ain't keeping up with who, who? Same thing. You know I what agree I mean? with that. There's no accountability on the other side, though. It's just kind of like, all right, well, go find him, and then we tax his ass when we get him. Like, well, wait, what? <laughs> you ain't going to be mad. She took her all this time to find out where, who or what or if. Then in my state, bro, like, 
there's dads who get put on child support, the wrong name get put down. Just cause she don't got she don't know. So she just uh-huh. put something down. Bro, it had a news special on it, like maybe a year ago. You look at I see that. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, bro, fucking bro, it just write something down. I don't know who 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 something. You know, bro. It's gut wrenching, bro. Cause yeah, and 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 it's not discouraged. I mean, like when they put you through the system, they put make you watch this video, shitty video too, man. Like it is nothing that says don't do anything like this or don't. Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. It's crazy, but it's a big business, <laughs> bro. You know what I mean? So it is. I got a quick question about your situation, though, man. Um, right. So when you found out about uh, your kid was. You found out your kid, uh, you you know, you was in this situation. You want you wanted to, obviously y'all split. Um, yeah. So how was you feeling like when you felt like, all right, man, she not gonna let me be a part of this kid's life without a little bit of, you know what I mean? How was you feeling like? I was. I went through a depression. I I, I wound up checking myself in the rehab. Really? Because I was uh, I was drinking, and I had just. I had just found out that I had congestive heart failure. So I was depressed about that. They told me that I was at risk for sudden cardiac death. Mm -hmm. So I was depressed about that. And then, you know, me and her started beefing. You know, she started being mad at me about everything I was doing. Like, or like one day I was, I was like, I had basically stopped caring about myself almost. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, man, I'm depressed. So I went out and I bought some, I bought some tree and I started smoking. Mm-hmm. And she found out about it and she started saying I was weak. And I gave up and I wasn't going to make it and all this stuff. Tree? Off, off some herb? Yeah, yeah. The herb was the healthiest thing better than the alcohol, man. The alcohol was designed to take you out yeah. the game. The trees, you could hit that, hit some trees, and go run two miles and do yourself excellent. I well, beg to differ, she, but I hear you. I'm sorry. She man. didn't. She didn't like that. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. you know, from from that, it just we just started arguing about everything, mm-hmm. and then she started, you know, physically hitting me and stuff. And then one of them calling her people just came and got it, and then they left. So while I was calling her, you know, I'm calling everybody trying to get in touch with her. And I can't, so I started feeling depressed. I started feeling like, man, like, what if I don't ever find out, you know, what's going on? Like, what if I don't ever meet this kid? Yeah. Like, damn, I'm going to be like my dad. And it just started making me feel depressed, like I'm going to be like my dad. Yeah, and I, yeah. I used to always, like, I used to feel not some type of way. do that. Yeah, I know what you mean. Not want to fucking, not want to ever fucking be that fucking, never let nobody be in a situation, never let a motherfucker be looking and wondering where the fuck you at, I know what you mean, never let that shit, never, never, some people in the world never woke up and seen their pops at the crib, no matter how somebody else try to spin it, it's people out there, like myself, wake up, I ain't never seen them there, I wake up, it's people who ain't never had that experience before, like at your crib, like when you wake up as a kid, but like you remember that kind of shit, to where you know what I'm saying? You remember that kind of shit, all right? I always question. I always question about my father. How could you have a 15 year old? You know, what I mean, walk around this world and you're not giving them advice. You're not checking in on them. Right. You don't know what's going on. On you don't know what's going on with him. You don't know if he's in the streets or if he need help. If he got a job, you don't know nothing. 
And you want? I could never, I could never be that person. And you want to know, man? And that didn't really do anything to make you want to be a better dad. You know what I mean? And in time, and in time, you know, like in time, but like you did, you are doing that. You know, look, look how, look what we've, look what we've, we've. But at the end of the day, I come to find like even if my dad did want to be in my life, like bro, if it's twenty twenty one in the state where I live. And I have a person talking about openly killing my children, bro. This person, you know what I'm saying? They talk about killing my kids regularly, like regularly. Talking about it, how me and you talking. Just regularly talking about killing my kids, getting them raped. All kind of hoe-ass shit that no real mother would never do, right? If I got all this and I still, it took five, and I, like, it took, it's not even on... It's not even on, like, our... It was not on our current... Because ju- it took two judges. It's not on our... It wasn't on our current judge. It was really... I had a judge before this, bro. I've been talking about this since 16. You feel me? It shouldn't have took all this. All I'm saying is... Listen, all I'm saying is this. If it took all... Look at all, look at, look at all it's doing. In 2021, you think my pop stood a chance against a white lady... No, no, I ain't racist at all. I'm just saying what it looked like. You know what I'm saying? In yeah. 1989, bro, stop it. In 94, stop it. You know what I mean? Yeah. 97. Yeah, we have trouble today. Yeah, you know what I mean, bro? That's and what it's, what's saying. crazy about it is, like, so this is my thing. Like, this is where we get into when you start getting in the court and you start asking for time. And what you just said leads right into what I'm talking about. So you go to court and you're like, all right, so maybe you just found out about the kid a little while ago. Kid already been alive. So you go to court. You know, you wasn't there from the beginning. So you go in there and say, yo, she ain't let me in there from the beginning, but I'm here now. And I'm trying to see him. So they're going to say, all right, well, we don't want to interrupt the child's current routine. We don't want to shock the child. This is for the child's best interest. So we're going to allow you this amount of time. And then maybe later, you know, y'all build up, y'all relationship, whatever. Then we come back, we see what's going on. Or at least that's what we think. So then when you come back, it's what you were talking about where you didn't have no proof that what was going on with your your child's Mm -hmm. mother. Mm -hmm. It's called the substantial change of circumstance. The substantial change of circumstance is you have to be able to prove that there is a chance, a change that's substantial enough for us to change this parenting plan. Because we really don't want to change this parenting plan because we don't want to mess up the child's routine. That's all we worried about. That's what they're going to say. We worried about this child's routine, so it has to be something substantial. So if you read the law, at least how it is in Kansas, I'm pretty sure it's the same in most states, but just read just to be sure. But... Um, you have to be able to prove that yeah. the no, mom is man, being that's negligent. That's on the paperwork, dude. That's there, bro. No, you 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 spot on with that, bro. You got to be able to. You got to be able to prove. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be able to prove that the mom is negligent. You got to be able to prove that there's some drug stuff going on. Or yeah. The mom is abusive and things like that. Like they set a high bar for yeah. you to and see your children. That's 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 the thing. See. 
why if and that's see every time I know what I'm going through, I I I know what I'm going through, but I can't help but hurt for the dad that has uh just a regular. No, he just has a regular like his. He has a regular, just a regular. I got a really unruly situation where I'm talking about my kids being killed and shit, or like done wrong, or like in terrible situations and shit. But like, I'm I, I fear for the dad who's in family court with like a, a actually a good mom. Cause what the fuck is he gonna say? Go in there and say like she's a she's a bad mom. She's not a bad mom. If she if it, what the fuck is he gonna say? I just want to see my kids. Good for you, sir. Well, you gotta pay and you'll get every other weekend. That's how it goes. See ya. You yeah. know what I mean? Like whoa. You know what I'm saying? What what what? That doesn't make sense. How can sense I be a parent me. every other weekend? Well, that's the thing. See, and and you can't, bro. You can't relegate me to every other weekend and anticipate that I'm gonna be able to be a parent. I'm a visitor, bro. Visitors are not parents, bro. Everybody knows that they're visitors. Right. You feel me? When right. my kids are here any longer than the two days, when they're here for two days, I can't really parent how a father's supposed to parent because I'm only fucking here. They're visiting. I can't parent. Like I, if they get do something wrong, bro, you ain't gonna be back for two weeks. I don't get that's such a minor mistake. Like I, I, how I, I could fix it. Like I could slow. I can't like really. You know what I'm saying? I can't like really like. I can't, you know what I mean? There's nothing I could. I could still parent, but I can't like. You know what I mean? Like. How can you discipline? Yeah, because not, he wants even, to, not even. You only get two days. Yeah, but listen, but how, listen. I, you only get two days with your yeah. with your kid. If I need you to confiscate be, you your, punishing them? yeah. If I would need to confiscate your tablet for two hours, that can't be. You know what I mean? If I need to, if I need to, if I need to have you sit down and relax for a minute, it can't be like you know. I can't have. That's not. That's that's not. That's I can't parent correctly with two days, man. That ain't good enough. They know who I am. They know how I move at that point, but they don't really get to learn. You know what I mean? Here's the thing. What you said about that whole thing. Okay. Why should I have to go in here and prove all these things that this person is a bad person? How about this? Because here's the thing. If she wanted a kid just to herself, this is what she could have did. She had three options. She could have got a surrogate mother, another mother. She no, gee shit. She could have went to the sperm bank, right? Or she could have adopted. Those are three options she Or she could have got a foster child. Those are four options she had. All of those are expensive. The only free one is to go get a regular dude, trick, have a kid, and just dip off on him. You feel me? Yeah. How much money do that cost? Nothing. It costs nothing. And you really don't even need... If you're a mom, technically... Damn near, you don't need a lawyer because the state is on your side regardless. All you got to do is Already. show up. You don't got to fucking do nothing. Just show up, bro. It's it. You don't have to fight. You don't have to nothing. Just show up. Say, I'm a good mom. I love my kids. You win. That's how I remember. I remember feeling like that, too. Like, when I showed up, it was this uh, state lawyer. Mm -hmm. He came in. He sat right next to her. And somebody else from the state came in. Mm -hmm. Sat right next to her. I'm like, Dad, what about me? Like... I, this is my son. I got the DNA test. Like, I care about my son. I'm yeah. here. I'm trying to yeah, be a good person. Anybody messing with me? Yeah, well, no, because the money's not, the money, it's not, you know, what they're, the, everybody's following this fucking 
constitute well alright man. Alright, let's 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 I don't wanna get into that too much, but we're into child support, right? Yeah. So let's just go ahead and just talk about it. You know about Title Four, Section D, right? Yeah. So it's all cash. You know what I mean? You know about the the money. If 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 each dollar you kick out equals sixty six cents to them, and it's free money, free funding. You feel me? Or if she's on any type of state aid, you already know that's up to five dollars per dollar you kick out. If you making a two hundred fifty dollar pay. Up child support payment, shazam! Them folks getting twelve hundred back off tiggity. They make more. We care about your kids. Well then, shit. You take the two fifty and bust them down to twelve hundred. You finna get if it's all about my kids. No, 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 no. You want you? No, 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 no. You get them the two fifty and you take off that twelve hundred off tiggity free cash. You know what I'm saying? Free cash. You don't even have to work for it. All you gotta do is just be the middleman. It's free uh-huh. cash, bro. It's like it's free cash. It's like them folks doing the NFT server shit, and they letting people run the. You just sitting there and letting. You just sitting there. You middlemaning it. You're not even doing anything. It's free cash, and then where my again, and then and then and then where my child support uh building stands is in a community where every single school is shut down, bro. Think about all the money they've been hoarding in this. Free cash for years, millions and millions and millions. They could have saved one of the high schools that went down. They could have fucking put that money one year in the athletic fucking department and fucking maybe save some of the kids from going everywhere the fuck else to go to school to play. You know what I mean? Look at, no, no. Look at this though. Look at this though. So like how you were saying, when when you you only get to see your kids every other weekend. Mm-hmm. So look at it like this. Think about it. Who you gotta look at it from your kid's perspective. Think about it for yourself. You see your grandfather or your uncle every day almost, mm-hmm. but you only see your dad every weekend or every other weekend. Mm-hmm. So you looking at your grandparents and your uncle and all these other people. These are your everyday people. These are the people who are gonna help you. These are the people you know. What I mean, who who you can rely on. Your mm-hmm. dad, he just. You know what I mean? The weekend guy, you know, he the fun guy, pizza, you know, we eat like on some missed out fire apartment type stuff. Like yeah. he jumped in. And I mean, that's how they look at us. We just come around, eat pizza, fun guy, go to a hockey game or something. That's all we good for. But everybody else, they the ones who everyday type people, they the ones who take you to school and all that. Right. We need to get in there. We need to be able to get in on that. I'm trying to push for fathers, like for parenting time instead of just weekends. We need like two weekdays yeah. so we can no. do homework and study no, and all that stuff. No, no, Derek, no. We need 50-50. I, no, no, no. It's yours or else shit. Well, then fucking, then you need to be getting some money for her hold borrowing you my kid for them other days, man. This ain't no, well, no free no, no, ride no. type shit. Well, I'm, 50, I'm listening. Bust me I'm down, I'll have ticket, bro. Listen, I'm all for 50-50, trust me. That's what I'm fighting for now. I'm trying to do one week on, one week off, or three and four, or whatever. But I'm just saying, at least at least give us two days during the week. 
like at least give us something so yeah, we can make that get in there, yeah. get in there, and and do something with our kids so we can yeah. start studying and yeah. stuff like that. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. I won't lie to you, brother. I don't want to see no motherfucking middle ground. I don't, don't want to see no baby steps. You make that whole fucking step. Give me what the fuck. Where I stop? I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want to fucking normalize like giving me a little more. No, bro. Give me exactly. How about you take all the time and energy and you go hire a powerful attorney or the right attorney and you come tell and you all compile up all the shit you need to say why I'm a fucking bad father. And then if you can't do that, well then fuck off. I get my week on week off. And if you break that, you fucking face the Amber Alert the same way everybody else got to worry about. You know but what see, I mean? I've been in that situation like, and there was no Amber Alert for me. Like they came. Like, we were supposed to, we agreed through the courts mm -hmm. that I was going to get to see my son at this hotel. I was living in Kansas City, Missouri, mm -hmm. driving to Wichita to see my son. This was, uh, he was about, he was, this was when I got my, my, uh, my time. So this was about maybe just like October. So he was about 10 months at this time. Mm -hmm. So I would drive from Kansas City to Wichita to see him. And um, I, I had the hotel. The judge said I could stay at the hotel with my son. And they came, and she wanted to know my hotel room number. So I didn't want to give it to her because every time we get behind closed doors, she liked to say that I did something that I didn't do. Right. And then the judge is on some, well, you know, we don't know which one's true, so we're going to go with the mother. So I said, let's keep everything out in public. So if anything happened, you know, we ain't, you ain't got to take nobody's word for it. It's on yeah. camera. Or witnesses or whatever. Yeah. So they came up, and uh, she got mad. So she called her people's up. Her mom, dad, brother, all these people pulled up. They rolled up. Her mom pepper sprayed me, what? and they took my son on my arms, and they got him. They got him in the car, and they rolled out. So then we go to court, oh, and I keep, I keep bringing this up. Like I go to my lawyer, I ask my lawyer, can I get a uh, restraining order against the mother because she pepper sprayed me? My lawyer told me that I couldn't get one because they wasn't like, it wasn't like no emails, like they wasn't harassing me. It wasn't violent and the emails and phone calls and texts and all this and that. What? I'm like, but she assaulted me though. On court order time. And I still didn't qualify for a protective order. What? And they didn't, they didn't change my time. Like we went to family law, the lawyer said, oh, it's just a one-off, you know, it only happened one time. Like, they just blew that drink over like it was nothing. Man, let and you have pepper spray somebody and dipped off with your fucking kid when it wasn't your time. I bet you wouldn't have had been no one-time event. At the end of the day, that's wrong, bro. I'm tired of seeing laws bent and rules bent. Man, you know, Texas, bro, there was a dad in Texas who's mom. This dude, these, they gave him parenting time. She didn't show up one time. It's been like... I don't know if it was years. It's been a minute since I listened to the story or heard, heard the story, but that they've only convicted someone in Texas of that like twice or something like that, bro. Like uh, what? What? So that means every mom knows she does not have to follow any laws. Exactly. Real, so what why would she? Exactly. Why would bro? she? The ones that she? do follow the law just is too spooked and don't know the law and nothing happened. If they were smart well, enough, they good. just wouldn't do it. They just don't know to bend it. You know what I mean? 
Some of them just, some of them just, but some of them are good mothers. Some of them know that their children need the father. Yeah, hell yeah. And we need those moms, because there's a lot of those out there. We need those moms to fucking step in and fucking fight for us, bro. Yeah, I always want to shout those mothers out because... Mm -hmm. Because they they different from them other ones. They not they not the thing. So I always want to give them their respect. But yeah, man, like I've been to court, and then let me tell you this. So they'll take they'll take my uh like I have a court date one time. I'm filing court dates. So she got this new lawyer. So the lawyer um got a uh, got a continuance. So then two emails, and I still got the emails. She's emailing. Hey, um, can we change the docket time? So she emailing the judge assistant. The judge assistant said, I don't think Mr. Reynolds is going to go with that because he didn't even want y'all to do the continuance. So the lawyer did something, swap, swap. Next thing I know, she's the same chick that was saying, I don't think Mr. Reynolds is going to go for it. She's asking, you know, if she should tell me that the time got changed. They changed. They, You know, you can ask for a continuance and get a different day. Right. You get one. But you cannot change the docket time of the time when the person, you know, filed. You can't change that. Right. And they changed mine without without my without my okay. They changed it. And then when I asked the lawyer, when I asked these people, oh, it's because the docket was full. What? No, that's not true. This lady is asking for a change, and then all of a sudden the docket is full. No. So when you, they just, they just. They trample all over your rights, man. They don't care. Nah, and man. Well, and it well. The, okay, here's the deal: the right to parent a child is a fundamental constitutional right, right? It should, uh, it should and be. The best interest really is not defined anywhere, right? Exactly, and and, and, and and that's what they say. That's how they they'll come at us. They'll say. Well, you're not worried about the best interest. But if you come back and say, all right, well, I, what's the best interest? You know, let me know. This this not the best interest. And they're going to say, oh, well, it's just a standard. It's, it's not literal. That's, it's, and well, the, it's defined by each judge has their own definition of exactly. best interest. You know what I mean? So that's that's the thing here. You know, that's the tricky part. because that's And like, I'm trying to get a definition like, to it. That's like if That's like if part of the law was... If part of the law had something to do with the person's favorite team. Man, that yeah. shit don't count. My favorite team is the Lions. Your favorite team is the fucking Eagles. That shit don't count, dog. You know what I mean? What do you mean favorite team? That could mean anything. What do you what so say what it mean? What what team? You know what I mean? Or just some it's just so injustice. Not only it just needs to be fucking ex- I don't know, bro, but here's the deal, right? The right to parent means, right? I want to make my fucking right decision. I want to make decisions to make, make decisions. I want to fucking say where they go to school. I want to make medical decision choices. I want to. I want to have some say so, bro. You feel me? Like visitors again, they're not parents, bro. You feel me? Yeah. And this ain't just a fucking constitutional right. It's a human right, a God given right. You feel me? This ain't just about the constitution, but our constitutional right for sure is being jumped on every time they say. Motherfucking, you get four days a month, and that's just we'll talk to you later, Joe. And then yeah. you just gotta leave. But make sure you pay that bread, though. Yeah, well, and if you don't, let me tell you what we're gonna do to you. We're gonna make you a criminal. You feel me? It don't matter if you're a criminal or not, bro. We're finna spook the shit out of you with this criminal shit. Yo, you feel me? Let me, let me, let me tell you a quick embarrassing story, man. Yeah, go ahead. I, I come, I come to the, you know, 
I'm I'm one of them type dads where I want to go to every doctor's appointment. I want to know what's going on. Right. So I show up to the doctor's appointment, and it's a day, it's a day where she got him. So I just come by myself. You know, I'm there a little early, so I go check in with the with the nurse. I say, yeah, I'm here for uh, you know, my son. You know, my name Derek Reynolds. No, I, I didn't say my name yet. I just said I'm here for my son. I said my son's name. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm here for whatever. And she said, are you such and such? And I said, no. The name that was there, you know, because she went off of the emergency contact. She assumed that, you know, the emergency contact was a male's name. And I assume that's his father. That's the person who's here. Right. The name that was on there was was his grandfather. Right. So I'm like, I'm coming to all these doctor's appointments. I'm paying on his medical, but yet I can't be his emergency contact. No, nah, and it's it's powerful that you say that because look how bad like you care about this. You want to go to his medical. You want to be you want to be part of it, bro. And that's what I'm saying, like, bro, like, and for them to not. You should be a part. Every dad should be a part of that, bro. Every dad should have a say so. Like every, it, I get that this shit was put into law in 1975, but as a community, as a society, we as people, not just not just one gender or another, we as people are not the same as 1975. Not at all. You feel me? Like it's not just we've progressed in multiple ways but dog we have regressed in a lot of ways as well as people Mm -hmm. in our hearts in our spirits like as people not just one particular person but as people we've regressed bro a lot too now like when you took away the ability to actually like folks raising their children and they could put them in front of tvs once color tv came and then next the tv babies got to raising the tablet the you know what i'm saying next is gonna be the generation of of computer babies and then comes the generation of it ain't bad technology bad it's just exposing folks so if you're not really if you're like you know what i'm saying if you if you're not really parenting you just bullshitting you know you know what i mean i just think and that's you know that's that's one thing like so when i go to court and they say well it's not in his best interest for him to come and be with you more often. Okay, so then that means to me you saying that wherever he's going, the other place he's going is in his best interest. So, okay, well, let's talk about that. Right. Because if you're telling me that somebody else is better for my son than I am, then I want to know everything about this person. Right. We're going we gonna to break this person down to to the minimum of what he is because if you saying he's better than me, he better be Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Because this is my son. This is my son. So let's let's see who he is. And it could be like my son could be going with different family members every day of the week. You know what I mean? They don't care. That's all better than just being with his dad. Yeah. yeah. And at that and at that time I was I was um laid off at this time. I was on medical leave from my job. So I'm here in which time like look. I'm here. I don't have nothing to do all week. I'm not working right now. I'm waiting on my to see if I get disability for my injuries. Right. So, so he can be with me every day of the week. Like I'm available. Right. And they like, no, nah, no, nah, he gonna go with his grandpa and his grandma. And all they gonna do is put him in front of a tablet, 
my son know every the name of every restaurant, every fast food restaurant we pass by. He know Sonic, he know McDonald's, he know all them spots. Right. He know all the all the fast food spots. He asks for happy meals and stuff. I'm the one that's gonna give him his vegetables and all that. Right. So how is they better? They send him in front of a TV, I'm gonna take him to the park. How they right. better? Right, right, right. Man, when I be outside with my kids, bro, I notice, bro, not that many kids be outside playing like that no more. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, um, I'm like, damn. I mean, <clears throat> just in general, bro, you know what I'm saying? I, I seen a little bit more during the, you know what I'm saying? But it depends where you at, too. <clears throat> but. You know, I agree with you though. Kids just ain't outside outside like they should be. You know what I'm saying? Like they like they should be. They ain't outside because they. And they I, wanna, I'm not. I don't need technology. I fuck with technology because it's giving us the ability to back and forth and shit. I would have never like if our dads and our grandfathers had the ability to reach across the country. Like damn, they fuck you over there like that too. We gotta do yeah. something about this child support, this fucking dirty system. We could we, right. we could have had. We might don't have to be in the same spot. But the problem is, you knew about Title Four. Lots of people have no fucking idea what Title Four even is, bro. Even the people that are working for the state and have state jobs that give them good insurance, good health care, and, and fucking uh, everything you could pretty much fucking imagine. They're set working a state job. For the most part, they still don't know what the fuck Title Four is. You feel me? Be it right. if they're in social work or whatever, because you know there's different sections to the fucking Title Four. Right. So yeah, like that, bro. You know what I'm saying. So it's it's like if you if you work there for the state and you work in there, you know. But then there's ones that do work. They know is they make money. It just it's fucked up, bro. You know what I mean. It shouldn't be about cash, but it should be about fucking loving who's who. Uh, and that's why we could fix this thing. We could fix this thing. Listen, listen. You didn't have a dad at your crib, right? And I ain't had no dad in my crib, right? And I don't know. I didn't. I, I've. I, I didn't go to jail. Like I didn't spend much time in jail. A lot of my friends did, but I'm not a felon. You feel me? I'm straight. Uh, I, 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 and since I've been grown, I've been doing everything in my power to get people to kind of not throw their life away like that and put themselves in a box. Why would you? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But studies show 92% of inmates were raised by single moms. You mm-hmm. feel me? So with that being said, uh, with that being said, um, you would think that <laughs> the politicians and stuff would, would pick up on it because they always say, well, you know, when you see a person, you know, disobey, I guess disobey, air quote, disobey the police officers, mm-hmm. they say, well, they don't have no, uh, they've never been taught authority. Dad wasn't in the house. You know, they don't listen, blah, blah, This is the reason why they commit crime. Okay, well, here we are. We got our father's rights. We got our community. We're trying to push it. But ain't nobody trying to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. No, it's the God honest truth, bro, because you can talk about it as much as you want. Folks just are do not want to talk about it at all. They don't want to solve the problem. It's It's... It's interesting to me, man. You know what I mean? I mean, it's really, really interesting to me, bro. Like, if you go on there and you search the word child support, like, you'll see so many interesting things, bro. But, you know, uh, yeah, 
have, there's a lot of people that like defend it because they don't understand what it is. They think child support means supporting a kid, but they don't understand that a $250 child support payment doesn't mean $250 to kid. It actually means, it actually could yeah, it means free, free money, $1,200 worth of money for a state. You feel me? It don't mean two hundred fifty to kid. That's not the number. That's really this is about. It ain't. You know what I mean? It, it ain't. You know, it ain't. That shit is gutless, bro. But here's the thing: in my state, we got thirty, thirty prisons, bro. Thirty-two prisons, right? Thirty-two prisons in this state, right? And uh, one of those is a boot camp. One of those is for women, and the other thirty, and the other, the rest of those is for men. So. That's 30 of them for men, one boot, one for women, and one boot camp. Out of 40,000 beds, uh, only 2,400 of them is for women. You feel me? So that's 6% of the beds. Uh, yeah, bro. It's one building. <laughs> you get where I'm going with this. It ain't no business in making it a crime for no one to hold hold the other person liable for no not bringing a kid back or making this thing equal. You feel me? There's no benefit in fixing this thing right here like this. You know what I mean? Because they're making money. Big, big chicken. You know what I mean? Big chicken. I mean, let's say that it's a $50 billion a year industry. You know what I mean? So So it's like even if Shut it was, even if it, and the NFL does ten, but even if it was ten, that's still a lot of cheese. You shouldn't be anywhere near the NFL. You're supposed to be helping. You know so what look, I mean? This is this is where I told you. I will tell you later how I flipped my pain when I was on the super supervised visits. Yeah. And I was uncomfortable. Yeah, get let me hear some more about that, man. I, I started thinking about. I started thinking about other people, you know, because it's always somebody who got it worse. Mm-hmm. And knowing how much pain I was in, to think somebody having it worse to me was just too much. So I started thinking, like, man, like my situation was bad. How can we make it better? Mm-hmm. So I came up with this idea that I call super safe visits. I would want to have, like, a building or whatever, and it's somewhere where you could come. If you if you uh, gotta go through supervised visits, you could come here and instead of just sitting like somewhere like somebody's house or in a courthouse or something like that, you come and maybe you know learn a trade with your kid Ooh. during your supervised visits. Ooh. You know what I mean? Like maybe we have a little instructor with a line of um, makeshift toilets. You learn how to do a little plumbing while you're with your kid or whatever. Yeah, maybe y'all start a father son business or something. And I want to I wanna get these trades into these kids because, you know, it's, it's so many of us, we be young teenagers and our parents don't have the money, you know, things that we want or things that we need. So we might go out and do some street stuff. Instead of that, I want to teach these kids some trades. So you can go out and say, hey, I can fix your door. I can fix your door now. I can, you know, put your door back on the hinges. I can, you know. I could fix, I could do floor jobs for you or whatever. Mm-hmm. Instead of going out there in the streets, you get your money a better way. 
Yeah, which is yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because I be I be thinking like, you know, you look at like say you look at ten guys on the corner and you look at them and you think like, man, these guys are bad guys. But you don't even know that yeah. in that group, these guys like some of these guys, they might be great welders or they might be great movie directors. Yeah. Or they might be great tennis players yeah. or, you know, psychologists yeah. or something. But they never got the opportunity. They were never introduced to this skill that you can make money doing this. Mm -hmm. You don't even know that this guy who you think he's a drug dealer, he might be a great photographer. But he never was introduced to that. Yeah. No. So that's what I want to do. I want to introduce people to stuff. Yeah, man, I couldn't agree with you more, but that's that's beautiful, man. I like that idea. So that's 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 beautiful. And I've I've been one to say like, hey, man, that's another problem we got when we got. We got dads. Those some of those men are dads too. You know, fatherhood yeah. comes around before they get a chance to, to. Fatherhood comes around. So if somebody decides to steal their kid, you think they're gonna walk right into family court the way some a, a dad who's just a regular dad and all. I mean, you're still regular dads, but if they're in the streets, they're not just walking in because they know mom's about to hold that over their head. And mom will still go to still go to family court on them, but they can't go in there and fight back because, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, they might got a warrant. They might got this. They might got that. They they not going in there. You know what I mean? And 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 and, and that shouldn't be like that, bro. It should still be like all right, off rip. Half you, half you. End the story. Half you, half you. Make you, you. Well, I do want to. I do want to say that I do want to keep children safe. So you know, just like there, is, there are bad mothers, there are bad fathers, there are bad people in the world. Man, hell yeah. So we don't want to put no kids in danger. And you can, you know, if there is verifiable danger, I would never support a kid. Yeah, man. Any situation like that. No, but as far as regular dads, regular dads, regular mothers, yeah, we should start off split down the middle, especially for a dad who asks. But 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 bro, you got proof that somebody on the you got proof somebody unfit. You know what I mean? Obviously, it could take a while to generate that and generate what you need to fucking you know. Your substantial change of whatever, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, you hear me, bro? At the same time, it it, it shouldn't be too hard, you know what I mean? They just have to fucking be willing to listen, you know? They listen when one party says the other person is bad. They'll be like, oh, yeah, okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? But when the other one be like, they'll be like, ah, I don't know. If you just look at it, if you... I don't know, bro. Maybe if... I don't know, man. I just... I feel like... So, don't so make one it way. a one-way fight because it's already people... It's, it's going to be good and bad regardless. But still, shit, it's too much. It's never... I can't think of never a good... You should get to see your kid every week. Every other week for a full week because, bro, that's half yours you put in. Your son right. is half you, bro. He got half... half. He's got your heart. He got half your... Half everything generated in him was created by you. God didn't give no people, created us to have kids so we could fight over these motherfucking kids. That's not what, no. He created us so we could share them. We come to this because one one part, one party say, all right, well, I'm more important than you. And, or one party don't know how to take care of, uh, or, you know what I'm saying? 
a party just don't care like that. You know what I mean? But I want to, uh, so listen, I want to hear how this thing, how it, I want to hear how, where, how it went as far as, uh, how, okay. So you go, you get, you get your, how, how'd you get this thing switched from getting to you? How'd you end up getting your son? You know what I mean? And then, yeah. So how'd you end up, how'd you end up getting them to eventually from those supervised visits to getting them to bring them home and shit and, and talk to me a little bit about life after your son and how old he is now and stuff like what happened well um what i did was um i went and got a lawyer and you know Mm -hmm. i told you about the incident i had the violent incident then we went to mediation that was man we could do a whole nother episode about the mediator Mm -hmm. but you know it was crazy and um they just gave me a little bit of time so i just kept you know i just kept a little bit of time so i was living in kansas city and I asked them for more time. And they said, we can't give you more time because you live too far. It's the most practical time limit that we can give you. So I said that. So if I move closer, then I would have more time, right? If I lived in the city, I would have more time. I was like, yeah, you know, it's just because you live far. Okay, but next month, I was living here, five minutes away from her. So then we go back to court. And nothing changed. Mm-hmm. So they lied to me. So it's just like, man, like, this is tough. So I just, I mean, like, I went to court. I've been to court on my own. You know, I've represented myself because my lawyer lied to me. So I stopped messing with her. Mm-hmm. And I just I just went up there. And, you know, I'm, I like to think I'm a pretty well-spoken guy. I could read a couple words. And I just went up there, and I just defended myself. And I just stayed respectful. I spoke about how I felt about my son. And that's what I want other, other dads to do because... We're paying so much into this family law system. It's crazy. If we stop paying so much and we start defending ourselves, you know, for the people who can, you know, unless you got like a real crazy situation for people who can, I feel like you should. And we'll take a lot of money out of this, a lot of steam out of the family law system. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the things that I'm yourself. Percent. You know, you hear how you say defending yourself? Like, that's bullshit, bro. Like, I was the plaintiff in my case and shit because a motherfucker thought I was just forever afraid of the state. And then, no, I didn't agree with it. I didn't 100% understand what they were doing. I felt they were, I didn't understand it yet. I didn't fully understand it yet because I didn't really know about family law like that. Right. I knew they was up to some bullshit, but I couldn't really, I couldn't really just grab it yet until I got it. I'm like, oh, it's Title Four. I get it. They don't. It's not about my kids. They just here for the incentive cheat. I didn't know what it was yet. I couldn't get it. I didn't know. You know what I mean? I didn't know, but I got it now. But like, yeah, man. But 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 uh, so. Yeah, bro, but you shouldn't be defending yourself. You should be you should be going in there. And no dad, like, this is, this is bullshit. Because as the plaintiff, I was defending myself. You feel me? I'm going there like, when the defendant finally did get a lawyer, they like, yeah, he walked off on his kids. All this. I'm like, damn, this is the spiel they going to go with. This is what the state already think anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's that's so, what the state think in every case. But yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So, so with my foundation... You know, one thing we're trying to do is we're just trying to create relationships. So yeah, we just look had at a, that. we just we just had a we just had an event. Uh-huh. You know, like you said, the Huggadah Foundation. We had a little event. It was um, it was a haircuts event for mm. fathers and sons to come get some free haircuts. 
it was a uh, Thursday before Easter, April first, mm-hmm. and it was it was pretty nice. You know, we had some some good conversations. I was able to get a state senator from Kansas to come out, and um, you know, it was just cool. And I look to keep putting on events that will foster, um, you know, good relationships and good conversations. And um, we're just gonna keep fighting. We're gonna keep making noise. I'm gonna keep pressing. You see me on Twitter. Keep pressing these politicians to talk about it, and let's get some legislation going so we can make this thing right in the family law system. So it could really be for the child's best interest. We need a definition behind that instead of it just being a standard. And that's what Hug a Dad is all about. I got some programs on my website, like I was telling you earlier. That's also in line with my career imagination. It's, you know, coming up with careers for people, like I said, introducing them to stuff. And we're just going to keep it pushing, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, quick, couple quick questions here, man. So, you, 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 when did you get started on that Hug a Dad Foundation? Uh, I started the Hug a Dad Foundation. I started working on it last summer because I would just be frustrated, man. Like, I'm like, man, if I don't do something, I'm going to go crazy. Like, I got to feel like I'm making a change somehow. So I started, you know, I sat down at my laptop and I just started writing how I felt and writing, writing, writing. And that turned into a foundation, turned into the website, turned into organization. You know, it just right. it just came out like that. And, you know, that was about I, I started promoting it in November. And, you know, and oh, yeah. And I've already helped somebody, too. Mm-hmm. I hope this guy get with, you know, his son's mother and. I helped the the mother see that, you know, she was kind of wrong. She sent me a message. She was like, man, I I appreciate your words. You know, what you said was right. Ever since they've been talking, you know, it's been like magic. They've both been doing better. She was just, you know, happy. She was really appreciative. So that Mm -hmm. warmed my heart because that's forever. Like that kid is going to have a son now. Mm -hmm. You know, I could have, you know, I could have, you know, like you could buy something. And you might have it for a little while, look nice, but that's forever. Like that's a story, mm-hmm. and that's that's what I do this for, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's God's work, bro. You know what I mean? That's God's work, man. He put he put that energy into into your heart, bro, and then he and then you have to act on it. You know what I mean? What is it? What is it? He tell you to do, and then you go and do it. There's plenty more where that came from. It probably helped a lot of people. You know what I mean? You just I'm, don't know. It's say the most introverted. A person interacts with 10,000 people in his lifetime, but you're not introverted at all. You talk to people. So what do that mean? How many people you didn't interact with in in just a regular time? Probably interact and talk to a lot of people even still. You seem like the type of person to ask the cashier, how are you doing today? You know what I mean? Not just get your shit and just slide. You're going to ask them, you been all right type shit. That's the type of energy I get from you. Uh, but, yeah, but I do have I do have a few more quick questions here. I'll make them quick for you. But listen, uh, this is this is important. Um, how, how have you been dealing with it with, when you don't have your kids? So it is alienation, whether it's um, parental alienation, whether it's court ordered or not. I mean, you don't get to see your son. How long? How much do you get to see your son now? I get him um, one weekend. I get him for two days, and the other week I get him for three days. Okay, so we're looking at what five days a month there. Um, let me see. Uh, ten days a month because 
for one week is three, the other week is two. So that go back around, so that'd be ten. Yeah, oh, okay. 10. So you get them every weekend. Yeah, I get them every weekend. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, I fought for that. I fought hard for that too. Okay, and see, that's see, that's yeah, see, that's not you know. But I still want more. Yeah, and hell be like, yeah. And people be like, and people be like, well, you know, you got them enough, don't you? How much more you want? I want half. What you mean? <laughs> Ten days, man. Yeah, this is crazy that you got to... Cl- so how have you been handling this? What do you mean you don't have them? You know, and you've been putting up a good fight to get to get what you got. You know, and I think you did good considering you... Look, <laughs> how, like, what What you been doing? How you been handling it? We had dads talk about suicide. Obviously, you know what I'm saying? We've had dads talk about you. Obviously, you did talk about drinking in the beginning. But, like, now, how you, have you been getting through it? Man, I'm telling you, the way I handle it... I mean, sometimes I'm just upset, and there's nothing I could do about it. I'm just upset. But other times, when I get real mad, I just do something with my foundation, man. I type something up, write something down. You know, I send out a tweet, send out a message, send an email. You know, I try to come up with an idea for something I could do. Like, I try to do something because that's, most of the time, that's the best way I can offset my anger. As if I feel like I'm, like if I feel like I did something, like. Mm-hmm. Shit. Sure. Like if I did something, you know, good, you know, that would kind of, like, if I felt like I reached somebody. Yeah. Maybe I helped somebody change their mind or something. Or I just, mm-hmm. I just feel like, if I feel like, even if I didn't do something good, if I feel like I did something good, that would help offset my anger and that's the best you know that's the best thing i could do dog you but, but look what you're doing you're just getting started you know what i mean you're just getting started like you just you you're creating a monster here look at the ideas you have you know what i mean so it's it's not like it shit you just <clears throat> you just fucking they just it's it's creating a lot of monsters but there's a thing see here the monsters in a good way, not in a bad way. Yeah. In a good way, like, you know. Yeah. But, like, uh, and, 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 and here's a good in it. Like, some of the best seasons I've had were losing seasons as far as what I've learned. You feel me? Now, I, I done had some, I've played a lot of sports in life. I done did a lot of winning, but losing seasons teach me some shit. But that's when I learn. That's when I'm like, that's when I, that's when I can really get to tweak in my game. That's when I can really get better, you know what I mean, uh, so it's a lot to be, it's a lot to be, it's a lot to get better here, we, we're getting better, uh, so if you could, if you could speak to, uh, what, what's been your biggest takeaway from, from all of this, man, just from everything in general, what's been your biggest takeaway? Um, my biggest takeaway is that, is that, um, you know, I guess people, I guess people find their lane, what works for them, mm-hmm. and they and they you know stick to it no matter who it's gonna hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I know family lawyers know what's really in a child's best interest. You know, if you're a family lawyer and you got a family, mm-hmm. you know that your child goes back and forth between you and your spouse. Different times of the day, different times of the night. Mm-hmm. It might be on dad one minute, 
they might be on mom the next minute. Mm. So why would you, why would you advocate in the child's best interest right. that they don't see their father for a whole week, a whole week and a half, two weeks, when you know that they go back and forth between each parent? Right. So how is that in the child's best interest? Right. So it's just, it just, it just makes me see that people just do what works for them. You know what I mean? They, they just worry about their family. They family good, and our families are struggling. And then, uh, and then, if you could say something uh, to a father out there who's suffering from parental alienation, what would you say to him? I would say, fight, because it's worth it. I mean, it's hard. It's gut-wrenching. It hurts. But, you know, for me, like, being able to have this relationship with my son, like, I've thought about quitting. I've thought about, you know, letting it go because I could be, you know, I could easily be like, man, I got another, I got, you know, another girl, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I got other kids. I'm in my house. I'm good. We comfortable. We happy. I don't have to deal with that. I don't have to put up with her hatred or her, mm-hmm. you know, attitude. I don't have to put up with the court. I could just say, you know what? That's a lost cause. I'm going to just start this new family. But I'm not yeah, going to no, do that. Fuck that. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to do that. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to do that. I mean, and you going you going you going to keep it is it's be it's going to be a lost cause, but you going you going to settle down and, and let it go when it's 50-50 and everything, right? But you going right. to have to make your dent, you know what I'm saying? You, but you just got to no be a soldier. That's all. Shit. There's no way there's no way I can live with myself knowing that there's a kid walking around this earth Look at that yeah. needs guidance and don't yeah. have it and it's because of me mm-hmm. so that's why I keep fighting and that's why I'm never going to stop and that's why I would advise every father to keep fighting because your kid needs you mm-hmm. and then if you could say something to a mother alienating a child from a father what would you say to her um if it's a mother Mm-hmm. who has a daughter, I would say that, um, you know, you already know what you're doing because you're a woman. You already know what she needs. You know, you already know that she's going to need her father. So you already know that. But to mothers who have sons, I would say, just remember this. One day your son is going to grow up to be a man too. He might grow up to be a father. Now, I always think this is ironic. Just think. You know, a lot of these lawyers and judges, they do this career for 20, 30 years. So imagine if a girl, if, you know, from a mother's standpoint, imagine if your son grows up to have a kid with a girl who uses the same lawyer that you used against his father. Mm-hmm. Now, 20 years later, you sitting in court and your son is hurt. What are you going to say to him? It's the same lawyer you use against his father. Right. What would you say to him? Right. Yeah, that's... He finna get you, son. That's all you really can say to him. Like, man, buckle up. She gonna tell him, I already know how how crazy this lawyer is because I used him against Uh his dad, so you about to lose. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, So I just think that's crazy, man. I I just hope that they, you know, change course. Yeah, man, we 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 are definitely. Um, hey, man, we at the front line. You know what I mean. If we want change, we gotta understand this thing is ten years fresh. Like 
dad, our dads and shit was talking about it, but they wasn't like, they wasn't, they, you know what I'm saying? They was kind of just like, damn, it's fucked up. We talking about it's fucked up, we won't change. You know what I'm saying? Ain't just as fucked up. We know that. Now, reform. We want some change. Something has to change. It can't keep just staying stagnant. That doesn't make sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, I, I appreciate you taking the time, the energy, man. Um, and I don't want to leave without asking, man, if you could leave something on this podcast for uh, your son and your other children as well to hear, uh, w- what would you say to them? Oh, man. Um, that, um, you know, I would just say, I never leave none of y'all. You know, like, I'm always, I'm always. Open, open phone, open line, open ear, open arms. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm always here. That's you know. Anything else? Anything else can be discussed in our discussion, but I'm always gonna be available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I think I think that's uh, I think those are solid words, man. Because you ain't going nowhere, bro. As as far as the father's rights goes for your children, none of that, man. I wanted to say also make sure I tell you man to thank your family as well um your your new girl man and all everyone who there who supports you bro just everybody man who supported you and held you down while you was going through this ain't quit on you it means a yeah. lot because if they ain't if they would have quit on you them folks would have quit on you then we, you know you fighting right now today you still fighting you, you know what i mean yeah. you didn't just you didn't just i don't ever feel like you lost you ain't lose shit you know what i mean if you get go out here and help a bunch more people bro you've actually just helped you know what I mean? So, and you have helped. You helped one person. You've helped tons more people. You just don't know it. You know what I mean? That's the one you think you helped. You know what I mean? But think about how many other more people you done uplifted. They got on there and seen you say something. Not only to mention you had your you had you having these events. You got plenty more events to come. Uh, is there a website that I could tell uh, we, we folks could go check out the Hug a Dad Foundation? Oh yeah, there is. Uh, we got. Huggadad.com. Uh-huh. Um, we got uh, we got some T-shirts. I'm looking at um, putting together some some more merch in the future, in mm-hmm. the the near future. But right now we got the T-shirts. We got the website Huggadad.com. Um, you can uh, hit me up at Huggadad at gmail.com. Real simple. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I'm on social media Huggadad. Um, just look me up, man. You can type me in in Google. You can find me pretty easy. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm always down to talk to people, talk to fathers. You know, I'm always open for the conversation. You know, anybody want to rap with me, chat with me, I'm always down mm. to and advance. And so. that's powerful, man, because we're actually looking for more dads, man, who just are are are, are willing to be an open ear. I, if we have if we have fifty dads out there who want to be an open ear, and then we and then and then we always have a strong support team of people who can take calls and listen to people when they just need somebody to talk to. That's powerful. You know what I yeah. mean? Sometimes, sometimes. I have my energy, but it could really help to have another dad's energy who's going through what I'm going through. I have a list of these numbers I can call one of these dads, and I know firsthand that it works. While you're in a tight situation with your brain, you can call one of these dads and talk to them. Boom. And and they're fucking, that's what they're there for, bro, because they've been there. They're just regular dads. They know what your end goal is. You just want your fuck, be with your fucking kids. You just want them safe. You just want to be with them, bro. You feel me? That's it. It's all you want. You don't, you're not, 
they know how you feel it, you know. But listen, right. man, I, 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 um, any dads out there who want to, who want to chop with Derek, man, or want to, um, want to just learn more about the Hug a Dad Foundation, or you want to donate, or you want anything, you want to buy a shirt, yeah. go to hugadad.com. Uh, that's right. H U G A D A D uh, dot com. Uh, again, that's H U G A D A D dot com. Uh, and yeah, man, I, I'm I'm really proud of you, man. I know your kids are gonna be really really happy, man, to to have you as a dad throughout, man. Cause you're not gonna be the type of dad who doesn't show up or doesn't do his job. Um, you know, don't ever stop, man, because you you know I don't know what goes on in Wichita, Kansas. Never been there, never been. I've only been as far west as Iowa at this point in my life, and but okay. I do know life is a little life. There's a lot of people still living out there. Life's still happening, man. So it's your time to be out there and put that dent on that community in that area, bro. So don't ever stop, bro. No matter what, when you get the feeling like you need to stop, bro. Or you anything even remotely, or you feel like slowing down, just reach out to another dad like myself. Um, we're putting together this team of, of of callers, and if there's again, if there's any dads out there that are feeling down, you feel like Derek's story really touched home, or what he was saying was really touched home. Replay this episode, or reach out to him at hugadad at gmail dot com, uh, or you can reach out to him at Twitter. I think it's hugadad. Uh, what is it at hugadad on Twitter? Yeah, well, it's at I didn't know I didn't I didn't understand Twitter at first, so my at is at Derek Reynolds. Okay. But, uh, the name is Hugged Dad. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. So, and then you can reach out to him there as well, man. Uh, he, again, he says an open line. So, man, I just wanted to make sure I said that and reiterated that this way. Uh, folks, know, hey, man, listen. If you don't want to call in, reach out, talk to me publicly. You can reach out to Derek. Um, he's there for you. Um, hey man, I appreciate you taking the time, man. It's late and we wanted to get this done, man. And we did, we did what we were supposed to do, man. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna be, you'll be seeing me posted on Twitter, man. When I'm, when people are looking for podcasts and stuff like that, bro, you'll be seeing yeah. it. Um, you could do whatever you want with it too. I'll make sure I get you the link as soon as I uh, edit it and um, you know, appreciate throw the name you, on. Man. you already know, man. You already know. I appreciate you, man. Thank you, man. Tell all your people, like I said, thank you, man. Appreciate Thank you, man. Have a good day. All right, you do the same. I'll talk to you soon, all right? We're going to be talking, all right. man. We locked in. Yeah.